I'm Whitney Barbary, and you have dropped in on the Full Flavored Life and Business Podcast. That is right. In this podcast, we build a full flavored life and business. We don't show up as the light version of ourselves or the decaf version of ourselves. No, we do not. So we make a lot of impact here and we make a lot of income here and we don't apologize for either of it. So if you are ready to learn from a six figure business coach who loves Jesus and who loves business, let's dive into the episode. Okay, you guys are in for another treat on another episode. So I am in the middle of doing a live teaching of my two-week masterclass. It's called Brands That Command Attention. If you've been in my world for any amount of time, I know you guys have heard me talk about it. So Brands That Command Attention is a two-week program where I am giving them four live trainings and then two live Q&A calls. And we just had our first live Q&A call on Saturday. Now the call went about an hour and 20 minutes, but the last about, oh, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes of it, one of my students had a question about, you know, what's it been like? What was it like for you when you were working a job and building your business? And how did you eventually transition out? Because she's, her business is doing well, but not well enough that she can leave her full-time job yet, but she's feeling really antsy. And I get this question a lot from my clients. They want to know when to leave their job. Should they be working a job? Does it mean that they're giving up on their business? If they have to go back and get a job because maybe the business takes longer than expected. Um, what does that mean about them if they have to work? And I, I addressed a lot of it at the end of this Q&A. Now, I'm not giving you guys the whole hour and 20 minutes, but I am going to give you the last 30 minutes of the call because I can't tell you how much feedback I got from that last 30 minutes talking about my thoughts on working a job while you build your business. It was so powerful. And I know all of you all will benefit from it. So this is an actual clip from a live Q&A call that I did inside of my program, Brands That Command Attention. And then once Brands That Command Attention ends, I'm teaching it live this time, I just want to let you all know, I'll be taking the recordings, putting them into a portal, and then you guys will be able to actually buy access to them and you'll get access to all the live calls and the Q&As up front um, for a very low ticket cost. So enjoy this episode. And then go follow me on Instagram. That is my new playground right now. I'm having a lot of fun on Instagram. So go find me at XOWhitneyB. All right, XOWhitneyB. I will also link it up in the show notes. That is where I drop all of my gold nuggets, okay? All right, enjoy the episode. Helped you as you worked while transitioning to full-time biz. Okay, I'm in an awkward stage of balancing both nursing and coaching business. And I feel like my plate is full, but I'm not quite financially stable. No solely business income yet. Okay. She said she's feeling antsy for that to happen. I have so many thoughts here. I'm going to try to get it all in. All right. So this will apply to a lot of you because you guys either have jobs or you're going to have ministries. You're going to have, I've had clients that didn't necessarily have jobs, but they had obligations in their life that were taking up a lot of time and finding that at some point it was taken away from their business. So here's the thing. Let me address it one at a time. So I would love to hear the story of how you started your business. Okay. So first things first, when I started my business, I was working full-time. I was working about 35 hours a week. I was working full-time. I was a server bartender. So 30, 35 hours a week feels like about 60 because you're on your feet all day. Half the time, you don't even get to sit down for five minutes. You don't get a break. You don't get to eat. You are literally running your butt off and you are tired. So I know what it is like to be at a job where I don't have five minutes to like 
look at my phone, check messages, make posts, and then you get off work and you're tired and it's hard to get in the flow and post when you're tired. So I understand that. Now, this is what I'm going to say. I did not quit my job. I did not run off. I, I, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs that are like, oh, I started my coaching business and I'm quitting my job. Yeah, I think I could be making $10,000 a month in the first six months. And I'm like, whoa, hold on a second. Here's why I'm going to say this. What you guys don't want to do is put the pressure. Here's what you do not want to do. Do not. And I'm saying this, not even just for you all on here, because there's 73 people in this and, and they're going to watch the replay. And I don't know everyone's situation. So I want all of them to hear this that may have jobs. Do not put the pressure on your business to take care of your basic needs. I'm not talking about above and beyond. I'm saying like, if you have a job that literally makes your house payment, your car payment, puts food on the table, pays your credit card bills, like things that need to be paid, do not quit your job and then be in a place where if you don't sign a certain amount of clients every single month, you're literally not going to make a car payment or a house payment. Do not, please, for the love of God, do not do that. I, this is why I'm so passionate about it. I have coached so many desperate entrepreneurs and it's not even that. Forget the fact that it's terrible for your business. You'll never get your business off, your, off the ground from that place. I'm telling you right now, you can tell yourself you're going to be the special unicorn. No, no, no. I can do it though. I've never seen anyone do it from a place of desperation. It will not happen. You will energetically sabotage your entire business because you are so desperate for clients. They will smell it a mile away and no clients will touch you. I'm, I'm telling you, you can argue with me. Hey, listen, if you want to prove me wrong, do it. I hope you do. And then I'll be like, all right, somebody did it. So maybe people can do it. I have never seen people get, and I've had clients like come and they're in a place of desperation. They're talking like credit cards maxed out. I don't have another dollar to my name. I don't even know if I can pay you next month. My husband's mad at me. Like I'm already like $50,000 in debt. And I'm like, whoa, time out. Why are we quitting our job? Absolutely not. You need to go get another job right now. Like I'm like, do, and because here's why it's not even just about your business as human, as a human. I do not want you living in that state where you cannot pay your bills and you go to bed every night with a pit in your stomach, nauseous, afraid to wake up every day, fighting with your husband, going more and more and more into debt, like losing your house. Like that's no, like, I don't want you to experience that is what I'm saying. Like as a human, I don't want you putting yourself through that. And then there's no way you're going to build. So I, I think the reason I'm saying that is I see so many entrepreneurs start their business. And they have like, they, I'm telling you, they'll, they'll hit like their first $3,000 month. And then they're like, woo, quitting my job because they hit one, they're like, I can live off $3,000 a month, quit. And they quit their job. And then the next month they don't sign a single client because, and I'll tell you why, because that next month it got real, real fast. And now it's not just, I just would love to get some clients. I'm building a business. It's like, I have to have, I have to sign a client today because I have to pay my bills this month. And then every day in your business is a rat race because it's all about today. It's like, I have to sign a client today. And then when a day goes by and you don't sign a client and the clock starts ticking on the month, it's like August 10th, haven't signed a client, getting a little antsy, August 20th, you signed one client, but you only made a thousand dollars and you need five. And now you're freaking out because you got like 11 days left. And now you think you're not going to hit your goal. And now you're more desperate to sign clients. And now you show up a lot more graspy in your content and it just does not end well.
And you're really not signing clients because now you're really desperate and you can't even clearly, I don't know. It's a whole, like I could go down. I could, I should just do a whole podcast on this. Um, so I say all that to preface it with like, if you're in a job, I'm literally giving you permission to stay at your job. It does not mean that you are not serious about your business. It does not mean that your business won't be successful because you have a job. If you leave your job and your business doesn't go the way you want in the timeline that you want, and then you decide that you need to go back and get a job while you build your business, that does not mean that you're giving up on your business. I hear that mindset all the time where people think like, but if I go get a job, then I'm basically just saying, I don't care about my business and I'm just giving up. And I'm like, no, I promise you, that's not what that means. It does not mean you're a failure. It does not mean that you're business is never going to make it. And it doesn't mean that you're quitting. It's not either, or it's, and it's not like, well, I either get a job or I build my business. It's like, you, you can do both. And I think it's very honorable when someone decides like, I need to get a job. This is getting bad. I actually tell people, this is probably going to be a turning point now for your business where it actually is going to take off because you're taking that pressure off of your finances. Like you'll, you'll feel so much clearer. So if you were in a job, I hear you, I understand you. I also know what Dre is saying. Like when you get to that place where you actually start making money in your business and now you're kind of experiencing that, like, okay, like I could start being successful at this. Like this is going well. And you're getting close to the place where you might be replacing your job's income. I understand that antsy feeling where it's like all of a sudden you're, this is exactly what happens. I see it all the time. <laughs> We get that taste of entrepreneurship and we kind of get these glimmers of like, you know, maybe you have one $5,000 a month and then you're like, oh, I think I'm going to be able to leave my job soon. And then all of a sudden your job becomes toxic. I see this all the time. All of a sudden my clients will start getting on jobs and they'll be like, or my, they'll call and they'll be like, you know what? My boss, he's just real toxic. And I just hate that place. And I, it's just not good for my mental health. I just can't go in there anymore. And I'm just miserable. And I just cry on my way to work now. I I'm always like, oh, you have like the in-between phase. Like all of a sudden your business, all of a sudden your job is very toxic thing. It's like, I watch clients all of a sudden start to create reasons why, like, I know I'm not there yet with my business, but I need to get on my job because it's toxic. I can't be here anymore. It's like all of a sudden they go from like, you know, I could wait this out to like, nope, it's toxic. My boss is toxic. My coworker's toxic. The guy at the front desk is toxic. I hate my job. I can't be here. It's bad for my, it's my mental health. It's be, I have to leave for me. It's self-care. I have to leave. I'm not saying that toxic work environments don't exist. Listen to me. I was a bartender. You can't talk to me about toxic work environments. And I'm talking from management all the way to like inappropriate customers. If you've never worked in the restaurant industry, <laughs> you don't know toxic because in the restaurant industry, your manager can cuss you out and nobody cares. It's normal. You can get sexually harassed all day by the cooks, by your coworkers, by customers, and you smile and take it. I've like, my husband comes from corporate backgrounds. He's like, I've never seen anything like since I married you, he's like, people just do that. And I'm like, yeah, because at your job, it would be reported to HR in five seconds. And that person would be fired at my job. It's acceptable for the GM to cuss you out in front of everyone table and all. So I'm like, I know what it's like to be at a job where you're like, if I don't get out of here, I'm going to punch somebody's lights out one of these days. But I cared so much about my business that I was not willing to sabotage my business over some nine to five. This is what I would tell myself. This job is literally just my business investor because this job is paying my bills so I can build my business. 
They're just investing in my business for me. So instead of me having to go take like money out of my 401k to support myself while I build my business, I'm like, I'm just going to let them do it. And then when my business takes off, I'm out of here. I'm not going to be here forever. I'm out. Just always remind yourself that you guys are choosing. Now, listen, before anybody's like, but I really was at a toxic, if your work environment really is toxic and you need to leave, leave, but go find another job. Don't just be like my work environment's toxic. I got to go. And then you just don't have any money coming in. And now you're stressed. I don't want you like dysregulating your nervous system that way. That won't be a good quality of life to have that kind of like lifestyle. And I don't want you putting that pressure on your business and not enjoying being in your business because you're so desperate to sign clients. Like I take this conversation very seriously because I've had clients listen to me and thrive. And I've had clients not listen to me and it's not good. So I care very much about it because I do care about you guys as humans. And if we take the entrepreneur just out of it, like take the business out of it, I care about you as a human. I don't want you experiencing life and business that way right? I don't, don't do that to yourself. Okay. So if you're really in a job where you're like, I just can't work here anymore, but you need the money, go find another one. I don't care if you go work at Dunkin' Donuts. If you're like, I can't work in this office anymore, but I could totally work at Dunkin' Donuts. That sounds way more fun to me. I'm like, then do that. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Do it. Right. It's like, that's what you need to do. So my journey was like, I had a full-time job. I'm not going to give you the whole story. Cause I don't want to go over, but, um, I had a full-time job. And then it got to the place where I started signing enough clients that I could go part-time. So I left my full-time serving job and I did Instacart on the side. And I did Instacart about 25 hours a week because I could choose my schedule and I only had to work when I wanted to, but it's, and I make good money doing Instacart by the way. And it brought in money to pay my personal bills. Here's why I did that because I wanted to keep investing in coaches that I knew would get me to the next level. And so all the money I was making in my business went to pay for my coaches. And then I used the money I was making in with Instacart to pay my bills. Because this is a mindset that I have. And I believe some of my might some for sometimes I want to give you guys less strategy. And I want you to plug into how my brain operates because of the risk of sounding prideful. The way that I view things is the reason that I'm successful. It's not about the strategy. Cause I know a million different strategies. Any of them could have worked. It's, it's this. So if you want real mentorship, plug into my brain, not what I'm doing, what I'm thinking, how does my brain work? Right. If you were going to spend a day with Gary V, you would not be asking him strategy. You would just want him to talk all day long. Am I the only one Gary V like whoever you like Russell Brunson? Like, I just want to know how you think. That's what is going to like, think about Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins doesn't have a lot of strategy. He just gasses people up and then their lives are changed. Cause he's so like, it's right. He just gets you to believe in yourself. And you're like, yeah, plug into my brain here. I took my business so seriously that I was like, I never want to come across a coach or a program that I know could get me to the next level and have to tell myself I can't have it because I don't have any money and I have to pay my bills. So I literally was like, I will continue to work these jobs, even though I wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur, I will continue to work these jobs so that my personal bills are paid. And then any money I make, I will hire whatever coaches are going to get me to where I want to be. So I've never had to say no to myself with coaching. And there have even been times I make multiple six figures. Now there have still been times, even in 2022, where I was trying to make high, high, high level investments. And because I take it so seriously not to put pressure on my business, I was literally doing Instacart again, just like in the last like two months, like 20 hours a week so that all the money that was coming into my business could go into things that I'm trying to invest in. 
I'm willing to do that because I don't have this level of entitlement where I'm like, but I don't want to work at my job anymore. Like that's how I hear sometimes when people say things where they're like, I don't want to. I'm like, get over it. Do you want to have a business or not? Like, I guess I just, my, I just want you to hear me on this. Like, I'm not trying to make fun of anybody, but like, I just never let my brain go there. You could ask my husband, he had to pry my job out of my hands. He literally had to keep having conversations with me where he was like, listen to me, your job is getting in the way of your business at this point. You have to quit now. I didn't want to. I was like, no, it's affording me. Like, I was like, no, he was like, you have to, it's too much at this point you're too busy in your business and you actually can't sign more. Like he had to pry it out of my hands. You can ask him. And when I finally decided I was going to quit, I was like, babe, this is too much. I have to leave my job. He was like, oh my God, I've been telling you this for like three months. Like do it already. I took it. So I just, I think what I'm trying to like impress on you guys is like, that is how seriously and how sacredly I, I held my business. I wasn't going to let anything get in the way of success, including desperation for money. So you know what I did when I was bartending? Cause I didn't have to be at work till 10. And then I would get off at like seven. I would get up and take clients at seven o'clock in the morning, my time, because they were on Eastern and it was eight. I would take clients at 7am and then I would get off calls and I would take a shower and I would get ready and I would go to work. And then I would come home. And I would take clients at night. Yes. I took client calls on Saturdays. Yes. I took client calls on Sundays. I never said, well, I'm an entrepreneur. I don't want to work weekends. I was like, one day I won't work weekends, but right now while I'm building my business, I will do whatever it takes. I was, I was so hungry. You guys, you will ask my husband. I never complained about early morning calls. I never complained about Saturday calls. I didn't complain about Sunday afternoon calls. When I would do group programs, I would do them at like eight o'clock at night after I worked 10 hours that day. You think I want to get on a group coaching call at eight o'clock at night. And I was just on my feet for 10 hours. No, but it was the only time that I could do my group because they weren't going to get on a group call at 7 a.m. So I was like, okay, I'll do you guys at 8 p.m. It's fine. And you know what? I loved it. Was it ideal? No, but I had so much fun. I didn't complain. I didn't whine. I didn't let myself think this isn't fair. And I want to be like her and I don't want to work weekends and I don't want to. And I used to hear there's some, so many, like I would have private clients that thank God they don't work with me anymore. But like for a whole year, I would just hear them be like, well, I'm retired and I don't want to work and I don't want to do this. And I don't want to blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, if you're retired, you have nothing but time. I'm not saying you have to have a full-time business, but why are we complaining about weekend calls or evening calls? Or like, if you have a client that wants to pay you $2,400 and they have a full-time job and they can only coach at 6 PM, get over yourself. What do you have to do all day? Like, I would like, oh my God, it like triggers me thinking about it. It's like that mentality. I could just never understand. Right. She's like, I'm, I don't want it all the time. I don't want to have to do that. Well, don't. And that's why we worked together for a year and a half and your business never took off because of that right there. And I was very honest about that. That's your problem. I actually told her I wouldn't coach her anymore. I said, I will not put myself through this for another six months. You can find somebody else. I just don't, I just got to a place where I was like, I don't even have the patience for that anymore. So this is not me knocking it. I'm truly not knocking anyone. I might sound really harsh right now, but I want you guys to plug into how my mind works. It's why I am where I am. Right? Like I have clients will be like, well, I don't like social media. It's draining. I'm like, it's free advertising. Get over it. I don't like social media. It's so negative. Then stop following the negative people. You can 
you can literally, especially if you're on Instagram, you guys can reach billions of people on Instagram for free. Get over your hangup with social media for the love of Jesus. I'm just like, get over it. You get, you can reach people for millions of people a day with hashtags for free. I don't want to be on Instagram all day. I'm like, I'm on Instagram all day long and I love it. You know how much money I've made this month? Almost $30,000. I'm not crying about being on. And when I say all day, I'm not like glued to my phone, but there's people that are like, well, I, I just want to create content for 30 minutes a day because I have a life. I'm like, I have a life too, but you're not making any money and I am. So yes, I might post in the morning and I might post at lunch and I might post in the afternoon and I might post before... I mean, I might honestly be on Instagram a couple hours a day, but I still have a life. I have a lot of fun. You guys, I've taken probably eight vacations in the last two years. I'm just saying like, just check our, we got to check our mindsets. So when clients come to me and they're like, well, I don't, I don't want to be on social media all the time. I'm like, well, then this isn't going to work because my clients that are making tens of thousands of dollars a month, they have no problem being on social media all day long because social media is easy. Like you can write a post in 30 minutes and then you don't got to look at it again for a couple hours. I love engaging with my audience on social media. I think social media is fun. Do you guys see how much fun I'm having? That's why I'm making so much money. People want to be in my world. Cause I'm like, I don't think marketing my business is a chore. I think it's fun. I think some of us think that someone's making us build a business. Nobody's making you be here. I don't think that's for anybody on here. Maybe it's someone that's going to listen to this six you know, months from now when I'm selling this, these recordings on Evergreen. But I've had clients where I've literally had to say to them, I'm not making you build a business. You can go at any time. Like we all chose to be here. And then we like act like building our business is a, some chore that somebody's making us do. And I'm like, no, you could just have a nine to five. You don't have to have a business. Like truly you chose to be here, sis. No one's making you do this. But those are the things, like if you want to have a brand that commands attention, we got to pick up on where we're showing up that way. And we got to get over that stuff, guys. So I think I'm like way off of Drea's question about your job, but I think I just wanted to give you an inside look of like, but those were all the thoughts that I was having about my business when I was building it. You know what I'm saying? So even when I was like, you can ask my husband, I, I was in a very toxic restaurant for years. And I finally did leave it while I was building my business. Cause I said, you know what, while I build a business, I'm not going to be in this environment anymore. And I went to a new one and it was even worse. And there was one girl there. Like I called my husband one day and I was like, I'm love, I, I love me some Jesus and I'll repent later. But I swear to God, I'm going to punch this girl in the throat. Like one more shift with her. Cause I was like, if she keeps talking crazy to me, it's going to go down in here. Just complete disrespect, like name calling. Like I was like calling my husband. And that's when he, I mean, he'd been telling me for months, like, babe, like just quit, do DoorDash, do Instacart. Like you're at a place in business where you don't need full-time income. You could do something part-time, but I just, the jobs were serving me so well that I was having a hard time letting it go because I was like, but then I have to rely on my business for the bills and the investments. But it, so I understand a toxic work environment. Like I understand having to be like, I'm going to leave because this is going to get physical between us. Like literally saying that to her, like, I love Jesus and I don't want to have to come out of character. Cause I don't know if you guys know about me, but I was a very different person before Jesus. I was like, I'm going to go. So I don't go to jail. And I meant that like, all right, sis, I'm going to leave right now. And I just walked out of that job before one of my very last shifts. Didn't even ask the manager, didn't do my side work. I was like, goodbye and goodbye. I'm out for everyone's sake. I'm going to leave. 
And my husband was like, this is, I don't even, I was like, I don't like who I'm being at this job. So I understand toxic work environment. I did not like who that job was causing me to show up at. So I did end up leaving, but I did Instacart. It's my mindset. I never looked at my business as a chore. Now the antsy part about being at a job and being like, but I just want to leave here. Do not let yourself get so caught up in wanting to leave that, what am I trying to say? I understand wanting to leave your job. I understand wanting to be a full-time entrepreneur. I'm not going to lie. It's awesome. Full-time entrepreneurship is awesome. I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's great. It's much better than working a job and building a business. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat that. It's, it's much better here. It is. But don't let like wanting to get out of your job take away. Here it is. Don't let it take away the joy of building your business. It still gets to be joyful. And I think that also goes to like, even those of you that aren't where you want to be in your business. So it doesn't feel joyful because maybe you've been doing it and maybe you don't aren't begrudgingly showing up. Maybe you're like, I'm happy to show up. I'm happy to be at my job. I'm happy to keep posting content. I'm happy to make offers. Maybe you're in that place. You're not complaining. You're, you're, you would take clients on weekends and nights and whatever you got to do, but maybe it's that like your business isn't where you thought it would be by now. And that's, that's sucking the joy out of it for you. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't know how to say it. Just don't do it. Because once the joy leaves you and your business, you're not magnetic to people. Nobody wants to hire a life coach that's really hating their life and business. That is not the magnetic energy we want to be in. And people can feel it a mile away. They're like, wow, that post smells like desperation. They just feel it because we, I'm a business coach. So I notice when I'm scrolling social media, I can smell the desperation in people's posts. Not your guys's. I mean, I can just see people out on the interwebs that I don't even know. And I'm like, ooh, that's dripping with desperation. Or ooh, they sound a little angry. So Here's my recommendation do for all of you guys and people listening to the replay. Don't leave your job until your job is literally getting in the way of your business. And you guys have to be honest about when that is, because I have some sneaky clients, especially my private clients that will be like, well, my job just really drains me. And then by the time I get home, I'm just not in like a really good magnetic energy to post. And I just have a hard time finding time to post. So I just think if I left my job and this was like all I was doing, I would just be in much better. Like they try to feed me these things where I'm like this. So when I say don't leave your job until it's getting in the way of your business, I mean, don't come to me and be like, I just think it's energetically draining me and that's affecting my business and I should leave. I'm like, well, then find another job. I don't know. Go work at Target. Go work at Bed Bath & Beyond. Whatever would make you happy. Leave your job when literally it's affecting your money because the time is taking away. Like you basically need to open up more time in your schedule because you need to be able to take on more clients. When you're seriously like, I'm making X amount of dollars in my business and I could be taking more clients at this point, but I can't because of this job. It's time to either quit altogether. It's time to scale back hours or it's time to find like a part-time job. So you don't, maybe you don't just quit altogether, but you're like, you know what? Instead of working this corporate job and working 40 hours a week, I'm just going to go work at Target for 20 hours a week, get a sweet little discount at Target, still bring in some cash. That was my trajectory was like full-time job full-time Instacart. And then I would start whittling away my hours of Instacart where I was doing it less and less and less and less until I basically just wasn't really doing it anymore. That was my trajectory. And I, my job had to be pried out of my hands. Like I did not leave until people around me were like, 
you could actually be making more money in your business, but you can't because you don't have the hours because you're working a job. You have to leave now. So that's my story. I hope that was helpful. I hope it didn't come across too mean and too harsh, but I've worked with so many entrepreneurs over the years and I've seen these mindsets and I've just seen it like, we've got to snap out of that stuff. We just, you got to get over it. You got to get over hating social media. You got to get over not wanting to take clients on weekends if you have a job. You got to get over the fact that some of you just have to be in a job right now. Some of you are just in a financial position where I'm sorry, but you're going to have to keep working that job until your business takes off. And I wish it was different, but it's not. And you got to get over it. I'm like, you just got to. Okay. That's a way to leave you guys off. I'm like, okay, bye. Enjoy your Saturday. All right. Ah, Shanna says, when you fight for your excuses, then you get to keep them. Listen, the only person I've ever heard say this, I don't know if someone else says it. She's the only person I've ever heard say this. I don't care for her so much, but Brooke Castillo always says, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be rich? Cause you don't get to be both. And I always remember that like when I have to check myself, cause sometimes I have to check myself. I'm like, all right, Whitney, do you want to be right about this? Or do you want to be rich? Cause you don't get to be both. If you want to be rich, you got to be willing to be wrong. So if I'm always fighting to be right, that's probably why I'm not going to be rich. You know what I'm saying? So I've always just tried to be in that mentality of like, wow, am I fighting for my, for my limitations right now? Am I fighting for my excuses? Why am I? Cause I've had clients that will like legit argue with me about things. And I'm like, okay, keep your story. Then doesn't seem to be serving you, but if you want it that bad, you can have it. And I just asked them, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be rich? Cause you can't be both in this situation. Right? So just notice if we're like, even with ourselves, if we're fighting for our stories, we're fighting for our limitations, we're fighting for those ceilings we're putting on ourselves. Just ask yourself, like, why am I fighting for this so hard? We all do it. It's all right. Just notice it. Okay. All right. Yeah. We got to check our, I used to have a podcast on entitlement, but all right. Well, I, I do love you guys very much. I don't know if it sounded like it for the last 20 minutes. You know what, even you guys that like, if you guys left your job, I have had colleagues that actually started making good money in their business and left, they did replace their income and then they left their job and it was fine. They had every reason to leave. And then I've watched some of them actually like their business for whatever reason, they sabotaged it, just whatever happens. And their, their business kind of went back the other direction. And then six months later, they had to go back and get a job back in the field they were in. And it wasn't fun. And they had to get a lot of coaching around it. And it did suck. And I hated that for them. But, you know, sometimes those things happen too. And it doesn't mean that your business is a failure. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't mean that your business isn't going to be successful. It doesn't mean that you're quitting. It doesn't mean any of those things. I think if that's a situation you guys ever find yourselves in, I think it's, it's the most honorable thing you can do. I respect it hundred percent. If any of you ever come to me and you're like, I had to go back and get a job. I'd be like, I totally salute you. If that's what you needed to do, I don't have any thoughts about it other than I, you have all my respect. Because because what it tells me is you're willing to fight for your business. You're will, you were literally willing to fight your pride because you care about your business that much. And that tells me you're going to be successful. Right? That Truly, that's my thought on it. Like, And I think if you ask Gary Vee, he'd say the same thing. I'm just saying. That's kind of his personality, right? Like, I really think he'd be like, I have the utmost respect for you. I think that's how I know you're going to be successful is you're willing to fight past your pride for your business because you believe in it that much. That's a hundred percent sign of success. 
not saying you guys will all find yourselves there, but just if you ever did, I don't want you to think you failed or you should be embarrassed or whatever. I mean, I'll be honest with you. There's other life coaches that live where I live. Like one of my first life coaches lives in the town that I live. And when I was doing Instacart, sometimes I would run into them out. I've actually delivered to one of them. Like, do any of you guys know who Susan Hyatt is? Okay. Susan Hyatt lives like 10 minutes from me. I delivered one of her Instacart orders once. And I thought, oh my God, she's going to see me. This is going to be mortifying. There were times in my business where like, I just, for whatever reason, sabotaged for a couple months, my income way dipped and I would have to go back. And then I would think to myself, so all of these people are hearing me talk about these five, this has been a while ago, but I think all these people are hearing me talk about these five figure months. And now they see me delivering DoorDash. That's embarrassing. I've had to swallow my pride. Trust me. Right. I delivered, my city is not that big. I deliver to people I know all the time that I know see me on Facebook, see me talking about making all this money and then see me bringing their groceries to them. And we're both just not addressing it because it's awkward as hell. So like I've had to swallow my pride before too. And I was, I always just have to remind myself I'm doing this for a reason. It's not about what they think. And they may not care, but I'm like, this is for me to make sure my bills are taken care of to build my business. I'm like, so I just always had to tell myself when I got back in the car, like, it's fine. doesn't matter. You're doing this for you. You know why you're doing this. And now like the kind of money I make, I don't have to go back and do it. Truly, if I ever do Instacart anymore, it's just because I want to. I'm just a worker bee. So if I have like a whole Saturday off, sometimes I'm like, holy crap, I don't know what to do with myself just sitting here. And I'll just be like, I'm going to go do some Instacart because I just need to get out of my house. Because <laughs> I work all day, every day in my office by myself. So sometimes I'm like, I just want to get out of the house. Hey, if you're ready to make your first thousand dollars, your first $10,000, and then all the way up to your first hundred thousand dollars, I'm inviting you to get on the wait list for my program, Courageous Heartpreneur. It's the six figure self concept, all the mindset, all the magnetic messaging, and all the soulful selling that you need to create that first thousand, 10,000, and 100,000. If you go to WhitneyBarbary.com forward slash courageous, you can get on the wait list because the doors are opening back up again very soon. All right, I'll see you inside the program.